The antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck. The Antidote is heading into our archives during the next couple weeks. I decided to pull out a few exceptional bands and artists who've dropped out of the music scene. Tonight is a great band who never got the recognition they deserved. I met with Salt of the Chief Cornerstone for a talk about their music during the summer of 2015. Here it comes. Why? Why would they dismiss the only logical conclusion? If there is a watch, then surely there must have been a watch builder. I can't understand how a scientist with so much knowledge cannot see the evidence when it's all around them.
doesn't get much better than that. A pair of songs, Golgotha and The Process from Windsor's Salt of the Chief Cornerstone. I always play my favorites on The Antidote, and I mean, that's really the fun of doing this show. So I guess you could call this a benign dictatorship, so I'm really hoping that you like my music choices. Well, Salt of the Chief Cornerstone has gone up near the very top of my list of favorite bands. I went to Toronto to speak with them and to see their show, and it was mesmerizing. Enjoy tonight's talk and the music of Salt of the Chief Cornerstone. The antidote is outside the opera house in front of the cop cars in Toronto with Ivan and Brandon of Salt of the Chief Cornerstone. This is a pleasure. Thank you. Likewise. I was talking to somebody before the show. He was asking me who I was here to see. I said, Salt of the Chief Cornerstone. So he started saying, well, you know, these guys are a two-piece, you know, like guitar, drums. And I said, yeah, like P.S. I Love You and Death from Above 1979. Oh, yeah, we've, okay. we've been hinted. We've uh, heard that. Uh, yeah. I don't even know who they are, but we heard that. Could be likened <laughs> to them as well. So when I mentioned those names to this guy, he says, no, no, no. He says, this is life-changing. Oh, really? Come on. Who is this guy? Isn't that good? Does that make your head want to explode? Makes you want to meet him. Who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to ask you if you paid him. No, I... You know, we don't know very many people here tonight, personally. Um, we just kind of showed up. It's our first time uh, playing at the Opera House, so we are very honored. It was a really cool feel out there, and, you know, the people are really uh, responsive, and the sound was great. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we got stalkers like that one nice individual that you just mentioned. No, not stalkers, but... We got fans. Enthused, music enthusiasts, music lovers. We love them yeah. all. No, honestly, though, it was great. Great vibe, you know, great show. And uh, it's, uh, again, it's great to be interviewed even. So we're just really thankful. But, you know, seriously, I've seen probably over a thousand bands play. You guys actually really do it. I mean, there's no stage theatrics. Hmm. You're not diving off yeah. bank of speakers. No, I got bad back. No yeah. crowd surfing. <laughs> no, it wasn't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that though if it was big enough. But you guys uh, play it. No, honestly though, yeah. On a serious note, um, I think our plan every time is to, uh, you know, get really warmed up beforehand, as you kind of seen, and uh, and just you know give it 110 percent every time. And uh, it's no joke, you know. We don't we don't just go on the road and uh, just play for fun. It's it's it is for fun too, but it's it's mainly to just put us out there because me and Ivan both really believe we have a gift and and we want to share it and um so it's it's our pleasure to be out there and it's an honor for us just to be able to have a few fans you know let alone a few hundred if it's ever that case too so it's a win-win every time so we're just really thankful i'm sure you guys have been asked this a thousand times but how is it you decided to call the band salt of the chief cornerstone um well salt of the chief cornerstone uh comes from scripture uh, the holy scriptures uh, we're actually um, two Christians, believe it or not. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't even realize it. When we, you know, as we're playing on a stage, rocking out like that, it's kind of, uh, you know, you don't really picture two guys going to church on Sunday and then showing up here, you know, <laughs> four days later, rocking out. But truthfully, uh, me and Ivan are two Christians, and it's just, uh, it's another way of saying uh, salt in the Bible is like light or truth, and the chief cornerstone represents Christ. So it's another way of saying light of Christ, and we're just trying to shine and and be different and uh, be a great influence. You know, it's just, uh, that's basically where we got the name from.
Whose idea was it to form the band? It was both of ours, but go, go for it, Ivan. Yeah, Brandon started it back with another friend of ours. He and Jake were going to tour California together. They ended up buying the van and everything, and then Jake ended up making a decision to stay behind, which left Brandon to kind of make the decision to fly out to L.A. by himself, which I was back in Windsor, Ontario, just playing with some different bands. And then Brandon spent some time out in L.A., came back, and once he kind of saw me just grooving on the kid, he's like, okay. So we got together, tried some ideas out, and ever since then, the band had reformed, in a sense. I guess the band Salt the Chief Cornerstone formed with Brandon and I, but it always had the essence with the other player as well. And uh, so since 2007, the band has actually taken a form, and he and I have been able to uh, groove and just to write with some really good chemistry, and we wanted to continue just writing and, and doing what we love. And everyone's responding well, you know, they're looking for the new material, which is funny because we just released new material, so we have our work cut out for us. We got to get back into writing and cutting the studio, and then. But we're having fun now. We're back on the road, and and it's been great. So let's spend some time with your album. Okay. You know, so many people take the idea of intelligent design as really being mindless. So was Salt of the Chief Cornerstone looking for a fight by choosing intelligent design as the name of the album? No, not at all. I think that it's a really pressing issue. I think that in our society today the idea of god has disappeared or people want it to vanish because uh there's in our personal opinion and held to an accountability people don't want to see themselves being inside of uh, a box they want to think that there's no consequences to actions but uh you know there's one thing that we can't deny is that the moral law has been written on the hearts of men and so when we come up with an issue like intelligent design people think well, you're a creationist, and they often think that we're simple-minded. Creationists don't think. Actually, it's quite opposite. It's the idea of thinking that all things didn't just come to be from nothing, you know, ex nihilo. It's that you know, supernaturally there was uh, an eternal living God who created all things. And that's the hottest issue right now between, you know, worldviews is that of the Christian biblical view of God creating all the heavens and the earth, and that of the atheistic view that we all came from nothing, which is scientifically impossible. And we always welcome, you know, debates and conversations, uh, you know, just to enlighten one another and to be an encouragement as well. Nobody's going to push you anyway, Brandon, because you're a pretty beefy no, guy. I, not really. <laughs> I, got, I got a bad back. I don't want to be pushed, you know. I just, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it, it is who we are, and uh, if you don't like it, then, you know, we're not going to slam you in the face with it. It's just who we are, and we always respect everyone else's uh, beliefs. And it's all, it's all good. We, we always get both responses. We get warm. We get sometimes a little cold. It doesn't matter. I mean, at the end of the day, we're just doing what we love. And, uh, you know, if you want to have a conversation about it, that's fine.
Your website mentioned something about intelligent design, the album actually coming out of a movie script. Well, originally, uh, when the band was in the, the uh, beginning stages, I actually wrote a script, uh, like a rough outline of a script uh, to a movie idea. And we always wanted to make a movie based around uh, the album, um, but we haven't gotten that far. Uh, we still got ideas to actually do it, and we got people interested. Uh, but at the same time, we don't want to do anything half-assed. And if we're ever going to make this movie, because uh, there is a storyline to the album, if you listen to the album, there is dialogue and stuff going on. So that's kind of parallel to the story in the movie, and I don't want to give too much away, but if this movie does ever uh, come into existence, then yeah, it would definitely be a parallel to it, and our album would be more of a soundtrack to this movie if it ever is made. So yeah, that is something that we've talked about for a few years now, and uh, we don't know, we don't know. We hope one day it, it will be made, and hopefully a few more after that. That's the plan. You know, if we ever had the budget, the ideas that run around in Brandon's brain would be enough to do a whole uh, trilogy series of some sort. And, you yeah, know, he's serious. got the ideas, but we just don't have the budget. Yeah, That's always a problem. It's always off balance, right? My brain's going a million miles an hour. I got a pile of ideas at home, but it's just a matter of getting a pile of money and then we can put it all together and come up with something huge, hopefully. And yeah, we always talk about uh, three albums, doing three really big albums. We got the first one done. We think we... You know, we think it's a pretty good album. We think it expresses ourselves. And uh, we got the second one in the works, and uh, hopefully the third one not long after that. And But, yeah, we've always wanted to do three albums, three movies. We don't know if the movie thing's ever going to happen, but we're pushing for it, and we will keep everybody updated on that. It's we're exciting. talking about time frames. Mm-hmm. I understand that your last album, Intelligent Design, was 10 years in the making. It, it was, but you have to keep in mind we were on the road a lot, just traveling in California, just kind of enjoying life. We weren't exactly playing like every night of the week but when you're on the road you don't really get a lot of time to write or kind of uh do all that in-depth studio stuff so because we're on the road for a few years um it kind of kind of slowed things down for a bit because we always wanted to push this album out professionally and uh, we had a we had an old demo that was kind of bouncing around and uh, a lot of people got their hands on that but it was it was kind of like a, a cheap recording it wasn't nothing professional so thankfully when we got back to canada we put everything uh, away and we just focused in the studio and we didn't play around for a year and then we got it done. So yeah, I mean, me and I have been like best friends for like 10 years. Kind of started, started out really gradual, just playing around with ideas. So it's been kind of like a, a slow progress, and uh, but it's getting quicker and quicker, the progress, because we're more stationed now in Canada again. And So yeah, 10 years, but I always tell people we were like five years professionally, you know, because we didn't pick up and go on the road until five years ago. And, and even then it was a few years on the road and then we just got back and kind of put everything together together and got more stations. So, and there's a lot of development too. We've been fortunate to play with bands like uh, the cult bands, like puddle of mud, protest, the hero, apocalyptica, you know, we've always had a really warm response. So for us, it was a combination of waiting our time to properly lay down what we always wanted. And at the same time, building up an audience and to kind of get a feel of what songs actually work for the album. The last thing we wanted to do is write down, you know, throw down a track and it not work out. But I think we've done it. You know, I think we've, for the first album, I think volume one, if we'd want to call it intelligent design, would be, you know, ideal. Hey, this is Ivan. And this is Brennan, and we are Salt of the Chief Cornerstone, and you are listening to The Antidote. If you think that your brain is a result of a bunch of random chemicals that came together by blind chance over millions of years, then how can you trust your reasoning thoughts and the decisions that you choose to make?
talking about song development, I mean, I often speak with artists about how their lyrics create a story. But with not having any lyrics, or I guess minimal lyrics, are you trying to paint a picture then instead of telling a story? There are lyrics to these songs. We just never had a, an opportunity to have someone actually sing it with us. Brandon auditioned a whole bunch of people, and really great people. A lot of them had great voices too. But unfortunately, we just couldn't find the right power to match the music. And that being said, the lyrics are there. But in the concept of the question you're talking about, is I think it's actually uh, allowing the person to kind of imagine uh, a picture because there's no lyrics, so they can develop a concept into what they feel is happening. And many people come up to us and give this whole elaborate, you know, vision of what they've had when they're listening to our music. And I think it's great. And I'd love to even take some of those ideas and actually incorporate it into some of the videos. So we wrote our whole album. We just play around and people come, oh, it reminds me of this. I'm like, okay, that's the next song. They <laughs> come back like, oh, dude, I seen this. I heard this. I'm like, that's the third song. That's so weird. <laughs> No, on, you know, it's great. We always, it's like a back and forth, right? We play all these songs. People come up. They're giving us their feedback. They're telling us they got lyrics in their head, blah, blah, blah. But like Ivan was saying, we, you know, back in the day when we first started, we auditioned a bunch of people. Uh, we think it was pretty, it was a pretty clear sign that we were meant to be a two-piece. There is one day that we hope to do like a, you know, the odd song with like a special guest singer. And that's been in the talks for a long time. But at the end of the day, it, it's us two. And it's always been us two. And, uh, and uh, it never really worked out with the singer. And, and, you know, we had a bunch of lyrics. They're still sitting there, and, and they may sit there forever, but that's okay because we can always take those lyrics and still turn them into other ideas and, and work around them. Another thing, too, is it, Brandon and I are very much on the same page in our thinking, so we can move rather fast, you know, and when you're working with someone who may not be of the same like-mindedness or even perhaps same faith that we come from, it's really difficult to try and have them sing lyrics to something that they may or may not believe. And so when you're trying to unequally uh, yoke with someone like that, it becomes a problem whether it's short-term, long-term. For Brandon and I, you know, we've come from the same background, so it's easier for us to be understanding of each other and to, uh, to have that kinship. And I think that's what works best for our chemistry in the band.
going back to that lyrical standpoint, do you think sometimes that lyrics could actually be a distraction from a song instead of adding to it? Yeah, actually, I sometimes I think we have the, the better advantage being instrumental because, you know, you can relate to your own kind of uh, thinking or a creative little story that's going on in your head when you hear us. And sometimes when you got lyrics, it, it limits it, right? Now it's this specific story, and you can never get around that, and the music will never mean anything else but that story. So it's nice to, like, have our own kind of, like, you know, just thing going, and, and it's instrumental, and, and you kind of just write it for, for what it is and, uh, and make your own kind of movie or story out of it. And uh, so I think we have an advantage. That's my opinion, but I think we're unique and it's different. So, you know, it's nice to play a show and, and almost nine times out of ten, we're the only band with no vocalists. And so that makes us stand out. That's a good thing, you know, and because uh, we're different than all the rest of the bands. Um, plus, my guitar is louder because there's no vocal, so that's always a bonus. Yeah. That's another yeah. one, too, is we can optimize on our dynamics, you know, the drums carrying the low end to the mid range and then Brandon coming in with also the low end all the way to the, the high range, you know, and so the the guy at the board is always so much more giving of of the volume because he knows that we have much more play than having a four or five piece because you have to kind of delegate that space for each musician to have their slot so that you're not just like a you know just a disaster of sound yeah plus at the end of the day we get paid more money too because only two of us not four so (laughs) we get paid oh yeah we made like 12 bucks tonight so look at that six (laughs) bucks each come on there's four guys three dollars each no, that's we made not even, more than that. We made more. That's not even a happy meal. Come on. Well, plus you keep the sound guy happy because he's only got to worry about two of you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And we have, and we hardly argue. I mean, when we do, it's just. Yeah, we're some, like sometimes we're like the buddy bears. We're just always you know, <laughs> cool with each other. Sometimes yeah. I argue in my own mind, and then I start yelling at him. He doesn't even know what I what he said. Yeah. You know what though? Some of the best bands, or not bands, I should say, some of the best legendary uh, characters are always twos right we got blues brothers Xi and chong bill and ted so we're just trying to be another version of that but at the same time taking the music serious <laughs> great example right? that's to, the you know. weirdest mix of people i've ever heard somebody bring up it's true but if there's ever a movie you'll probably get it twos, more, man so. twos <laughs> what about doing blues brothers because we've got cop cars parked all around us right now yeah they're they're probably checking us out they probably think something's up you know they see two guys they're all sweaty and stinky and they're dressed like little salt guys i don't know usually we're dressed in our uh, in our military gear yeah we're thankful we're not because they would we wouldn't want to get you in trouble dave
Yeah, they can do a mellow track. Salt of the chief cornerstone with Living Stone. Seriously, I can't get enough of listening to this band. If you want to get some of their music, you got to head over to Vancamp and get a copy of Intelligent Design. Tonight, we close the antidote with Origins Matter from Salt of the Chief Cornerstone. But first, listen to how Brandon, Ivan, and I managed with the police. <laughs> we'll see you next week. You guys have brought up the point about recording a new album, which I know nothing about. So you got to give me some kind of detail. Well, we can't say much, but all we can say is that there's a bunch of ideas in the works, and uh, we're not in the studio yet or nothing like that, but we're just organizing ideas right now and putting them into, uh, you know, different orders and stuff like that, and and slowly but surely, uh, we're working on this next album, and uh, we don't want to say too much, but, with you know, the first album had some synths and all these cool little 80s synthesizers going on, and it ended up working out. There's a lot of experimentation, so this one will have a few more tricks, and uh, that's all we can say. You okay. just have to... Uh, wait around patiently and yeah the writing process the way he and i both do it is that we get together in a room and we'll freestyle and then we'll capture a lot of those ideas and brandon will put them in a kind of a a little piggy bank and when the timing's right he'll go back and he's great at kind of orchestrating it and just more compositional skill than i am and then we'll rewrite it come back to jam it and then start uh getting the songs to be more finesse and then eventually you get a song which is something we can try out live which is why it took us 10 years, I guess. Maybe we're just trying to find the right songs to put on the album. Now the cops are checking us out. Look at them. They're just like, who are yeah, these guys? They, they, they sit. Yeah, they look bad. Yeah, they look like trouble. Yeah. So, Especially Brandon here. I could be a cop. They don't know. We're undercover, man. <laughs> undercover brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, guys, your chance to do a little bit of a plug for yourself. So how does everybody get in touch with Salt of the Chief Cornerstone? You can check us out on Facebook. And uh, it's Team Salt 1. And also we're on Twitter, likewise, Team Salt One, and you can get us on Instagram, Salt the Chief Cornerstone. And our website is Salt of the Chief. That is Salt of the Chief And then from there you'll you'll be able to tap into all the resources and and find out where you can, you know, get us on YouTube and, and uh, check out all the new songs we're coming out with. Brandon, Ivan, man, thanks a lot for joining us. And what an awesome show. Thanks, Dave. Gotta say it again. Great show. Thanks for supporting us. Thank you so much. That was the end of the Antidote's 2015 talk with Salt of the Chief Cornerstone. And unfortunately, it wasn't too much longer until the band came to an end. That second album was never recorded. That's sad because even though this was an instrumental band, they had a lot to say. On a personal level, a lot has happened since then. Ivan married the love of his life, and now he and Deborah are the parents of four kids. Brandon is also married with a little one. Making music doesn't seem to be happening for either one of them at this time. An even sadder story comes next week on The Antidote. Aaron Graves passed away in 2019. Two years before that, he and I spoke about his band and their quirky music style. Come and listen to this archive feature about those lavender whales. <laughs>